Before we begin, please refer to the disclaimer and link in the podcast notes, and note that all opinions expressed in this podcast are intended for informational purposes only and should not be treated as investment or financial advice. So what is cryptocurrency? At a really simple level, cryptocurrency is just an ability to send something from one point to another point anywhere in the world without the need of a middle person, right? It's peer-to-peer. If we remember back in the day, uTorrent or LimeWire, right? Anyone, you know probably illegally downloaded movies back in the day. The way that worked at a simple level was someone uploaded a movie anywhere in the world and someone else anywhere in the world could download that movie, right? It's a peer-to-peer transaction. Cryptocurrency is the same, but it's on a blockchain. And a blockchain is basically just a piece of code or software that allows us to make those transactions happen. So we can use money without a bank. We can download music without Spotify. And we do this through the blockchain. One of the best things as well about the blockchain is it's immutable and it's transparent, right? So people that say that, well, Bitcoin's used for for drug money and laundering and all this sort of stuff, you can go right ahead. The Bitcoin blockchain is completely transparent. You can see every single transaction that happens on the network right now, forever, right back for the last 13 years. It is immutable, right? The Australian government and the US government have already got systems to track these transactions. Right? It's actually probably the worst ways to use Bitcoin. Bitcoin is just a digital currency. So there's two types of cryptocurrencies, main types. One's a currency token and the other one's a utility token. Bitcoin is the biggest currency token. Right? And it's the same as the Australian dollar, the US dollar, New Zealand dollar. It's all the same. It's just a digital currency. Right, You can't touch it. It's not physical. It's completely online. Now, there's two main use cases for Bitcoin. There is a lot more, but two of the main ones. One is a payment system. A lot of people in third world countries don't have access to banking systems. Right, In places like Venezuela or Nigeria, they may not even have a currency that's worth holding. We saw hyperinflation happen in Venezuela. What happens when the cost of bread goes from $5 a loaf to $1,000 a loaf by the time you've got to the front of the line at the bread store. Where do you put that money? Bitcoin is a system that is online, it's transparent, it's immutable, and it has a limited supply. Similar to gold, right? If we think about why gold's valuable, it's a commodity, there's a limited source of it, you can do certain things with it. Bitcoin is the same. There's only 21 million Bitcoin that will ever be created in existence. That's hardwired into the code and cannot change. Which leads to my second point, the store of value. The reason why Bitcoin continues to increase year over year is the store of value option, right? And the reason why MicroStrategy, that company that has 140,000 Bitcoins, $4 billion on their balance sheet is a store of value. We all know right now, you know, inflation is a real thing. Cost of living is a real thing. Mortgage payments, right? Rental prices, going to the grocery store. Everything is going up, right? But wages continue to stay stagnant. There is a number that the government releases, which is called the CPI index. It's the consumer pricing index. It's the number that they tell us of how much prices are going up each year. And it's 6%, which is complete BS, right? It's 12 plus 57 equals six, right? The real inflation number is a lot higher. Look at the property pricing, right? Even just in Australia the last few years, this happens at a really simple level right, as an increase of supply. Over the last few years during COVID, the US government, the Australian government have printed so much money into the ecosystem, which pushes prices up. 
it decreases the value of cash. And this is why Bitcoin has become so popular, because it is a limited supply. It is deflationary. The amount of Bitcoin right now that's available is only 19 million. Right, Every day, new Bitcoin comes into supply. It will only hit 21 million. But every four years, that amount that comes into every uh, circulation every day halves. So the amount of Bitcoin that comes available has a curve like this. It slows down. So when you have a limited supply asset like gold, right, and an increased demand, it pushes pressure up on the price. And there's obviously a lot of other factors that play into account, but that's at a simple level.